we are doing canto 7 shrimad bhagavatam and this is chapter 9 we had done till uh, verse 24 yesterday so i'll just repeat the verse and then i will continue from there further on my dear lord now i have complete experience concerning the worldly opulence mystic power longevity and other material pleasures enjoyed by all living entities from lord brahma down to the ant as powerful time you destroy them all therefore because of my experience i do not wish to possess them my dear lord i request you to place me in touch with your pure devotee and let me serve him as a sincere servant so we had done this particular line where i told you the last line means that he needs to meet a guru a person who is spiritually very highly placed so that you can get spiritual knowledge so now we we are doing number 25 onwards in this material world every living entity desires some future happiness which is exactly like a mirage in the desert where is water in the desert or in other words where is happiness in this material world as for this body what is its value it is merely a source of various diseases it is so the so called philosophers scientists and politicians know this very well but nonetheless they aspire for temporary happiness happiness is very different difficult to obtain but because they are unable to control their senses they run after the so called happiness of the material world and never come to the right conclusion now what does this verse mean is understood by most of us it only means that in this material world there is no happiness See, everything is temporary. Everything is temporary, right? From life onwards to death. I mean, it, the moment a person is born, he has to die. Okay. So everything in this world is temporary. Let us say, if you want money and you are going after money, what happens after you get the money? Then you don't have happiness at all. In the initial stages, you will feel very nice. Oh, I got money. So how do you want to spend it? I want to buy this. I want to buy that. I want to do this. I want to do that. let us say you want to travel how much can you travel now there are people who want to travel around the world they will go out one day and then four years later they will go back to their country okay and they keep on working here there everywhere but ask those people also whether they are happy with it or no you will find that they are basically very upset about the whole thing because they are not able to cope up with it the bitter is there no hmm yeah because you got frozen in this space so <laughs> so there is no happiness per se even if you if a person thinks that i want to get married the happiness is till you get married now get married and see for yourself whether there is happiness first few days will be very nice like honeymoon period very nice channa ke the you will enjoy thoroughly after that you will have to work in the kitchen sir ha <laughs> ah. <laughs> so and after that everything goes for a toss then for even you know like you want to buy vegetables uh, who is going to buy vegetables today you or me so when you are coming from work you should buy vegetables and come milk is over go get milk what right understand every month there is a shortage oh we have to pay this bill there is no money 
that bill, there is no money. And suddenly out of the blue you come to know, oh you are going, congratulations, now you are going to become a father. Finished. So the next day what happens? You are feeling nice, oh I am becoming a father. It's going to be very short lived. You know what are the names of all the all the nappies that are available? All those Pampers. Huggies, Pampers, this, that. Now you should go to the market and find out the rates of that first. Okay? Mami, mami Poco. Ah, Mami Poco also. See? <laughs> <laughs> mami Poco. So you have to go and find out and which is the best. Now see, imagine, you know, you can wear anything. But the baby can't wear anything, only fancy ones, okay, nice soft ones and all. And then all those dabbas that come, what lactogen, this one, that one, hundreds of milk dabbas and this Absolutely. and that, yes. And then your wife you have to take to the hospital every now and then, why? This check, that check, what? Ultrasound. And then this uh, doctor wants to see, that doctor wants to see. Okay. Let us say fortunately or unfortunately, your wife goes to mother's place. So who is going to feed you now? And you don't even want to come back home. Okay. So it's a big, big story. After that the child comes, then there is another painful period starts. Full night you don't get to sleep. And when you go to office, you go to sleep. You want to sleep in the office, see? Because at home the baby is crying full night. Now what do you do? And then, uh, then the next day you get a phone call in the office saying that, you know, Oh, we are, baby is very sick, we have to take him to the doctor, please come soon. And then the doctor will give you one long list of medicines to Or they admit the child, something like that will happen. And then the child is growing up. Hmm? Suddenly, mommy, daddy comes, finished. What? Now you have to take care of them or the baby or the wife or what or the house. So you don't even want to come back home. You will say to, you know, I want to stay in office only. He say, tell the boss, boss, you have more work, you tell me, I will do. I will stay here only. <laughs> so it is like that. So you will understand that life is always going to be full of unhappiness only. There is no happiness. You are seeking happiness. You are seeking money, power, position, good job and all that. Right? But that is not happiness. So he says, every, every person in this world is seeking happiness. But it is like a mirage in the desert. Means, in the, in the desert you see that water somewhere. You go to that place, there is no water. Then you see some more. Then you go ahead. So it's like that. Happiness is never there. So, in the same way, it is merely a source of well, various diseases. This body is like that. It's full of problems. And now there are so many philosophers people who will say, you know, philosopher, especially, you know, our old people in the house, you know, they will say, okay, now you have finished your studies, now you have got a nice job, now you should settle down and get married, finished. You see, your mummy daddy have become so old, who is going to take care of them? So you want a servant to take care of your mummy daddy, that's why you got married? You can't do that kind of a thing. She is equal partner to you, no? So, they aspire for temporary happiness. Who? These politicians, scientists, philosophers. Happiness is very difficult to obtain. It's impossible to obtain. Happiness is not possible to obtain. 
But because they are unable to control their senses, they run after the so-called happiness of the material world and never come to the right conclusion. What happens? Everybody runs after something or the other. Now let us say, now you used to go by cycle. Now after some time you will, uh, you know, people will say, why you now started earning little bit? No, you should buy a two-wheeler. Okay, motorbike. After motorbike, then you get slightly better job. You should buy a car. Maruti will do. After Maruti, no, 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 not Maruti. One big Hyundai car will want. After Hyundai car, what? Something else. Sir, all the big money only goes in that. So there is no way in which you can get out of it. Oh my Lord, O Supreme, because I was born in a family full of hellish material qualities of passion and ignorance, which is my position. And what is said to be your causeless mercy, which is never offered even to Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva or the Goddess of Fortune, Lakshmi. You never put your lotus hand upon their heads, but you have put it upon mine. So, Prahlad is telling him, Prahlad is telling Narasimha Dev, he says, I am so thankful that you put your benediction on their hand. Yesterday only we were said, that you put your hand on top of my head. I am so happy. You have never done that to Lakshmi. Have you done that to Lakshmi anytime? No. You have done that to Shiva? No. You know Shiva's story, you know, putting hand on Shiva's head. Ah. So it's like that. So you, you cannot even put your hand on your head. Nothing like that is happening. So how come you are so kind to me and you have given me this great honor of putting your hand on my head? Unlike an ordinary living entity, my lord, you do not discriminate between friends and enemies, the favorable and the unfavorable. Because of for you, there is no conception of higher and lower. Nonetheless, you offer your benediction according to the level of one's service. Exactly as a desire tree delivers fruit according to one's desire and makes no distinction between the lower and the higher. See, like an ordinary person, you know what happens with an ordinary person? In office, suppose you have a boss, okay? And you laga maska to him. Maska, you know? Mm-hmm. How you feel? Mm. Yes. Mm. No, you get that uh, pot, butter, butter. You go and butter the person, no? Yeah. So like that, you go and butter the person. So at that time, what happens? The boss is happy sometimes. Then he'll tell you, Oh, when you are going home today, no, you take this and give it, deliver to my house. Then you become his personal servant. So in this case what happens? Like normal, ordinary people, they discriminate. They discriminate means what? What do they do? Oh, this fellow is good to me. Ah, he is my friend. This fellow is bad. I don't want you. So when two, three employees are there, suppose, and one boss is there, no? There will be one person who lagav one maska. Like a maska, understand? Now, butter. And the other person is? You tell that person and the... Okay, boss, I will do. And the boss doesn't like that person. Then what happens to that person? He is not. So he is discriminating. Doesn't like one, likes another. So in this case, the Lord doesn't discriminate. He doesn't say this fellow is good and that fellow is bad. No. There are no friends and enemies for the Lord. The favorable and the unfavorable. He doesn't favor somebody and doesn't desist somebody. You know? There is no conception of higher or lower. Somebody is high caste. Somebody is low caste. Caste is there. 
money wise somebody is rich somebody is poor so these are differences that we have in our world you know somebody is very beautiful looking somebody is ugly looking that is also there no so these kind of differences are there the lord never makes any distinction between them nonetheless you offer your benediction according to the level of one's service so even a poor man can do the highest of the seva you know seva yeah. seva bhavana so whoever it may be poor man it may be rich man it may be you know an ugly looking person or a good looking person he doesn't make the difference he looks at how much of seva bhavana you have how much of devotion you have for everybody for the lord from everybody whoever it is and then then only he gives his benediction benediction means ashirwad so exactly as a tree delivers fruits according to one's desire and makes no distinction between the lower and the higher my dear lord o supreme personality of godhead because of my association with material desire one after another i was gradually falling into the blind well full of snakes following the general populace but your servant narad muni kindly accepted me as his disciple and instructed me how to achieve the transcendental position therefore my first duty is to serve him how can i leave his service so what does prallad say prallad says that see i was also like any normal ordinary person ordinary people don't understand how to reach god by means of devotion they don't understand what do they understand they only understand what their parents teach them or what their friends or relatives teach them what do the friends and relatives teach them you should go to tirupati you should do this what isn't that what they teach you go take one big mala go and give to the lord do this bake take laddu from there that's what they teach isn't it yeah ah that is not called devotion okay that is like you are pandering to the boss yes sir yes sir yes sir. that not not like that that you are not supposed to do so what you are supposed to do prallad maharaj says see i was also doing like all these people in my past lives in my past lives suddenly in this life what happened i had the great favor of meeting my guru my guru is narad muni so narada came and he told me what i am supposed to do he taught me the art of devotion how to be in love with you that is the god krishna himself he says but your servant narad muni servant in the sense he is a devotee of the lord no narada is a devotee of krishna okay so he says narada came and he taught me he instructed me how to achieve this transcendental position how to achieve this spiritual position how to be spiritually in love with you therefore he says because my guru taught me this so my first duty is to my guru only yeah. so how can i leave his service so i am doing guru seva so how am i supposed to leave my guru my lord o unlimited reservoir of transcendental qualities you have killed my father hiranyakashyap and served me from and saved me from his sword he had said very angrily if there is any supreme controller other than me let him save you i shall now sever your head from your body 
Therefore, I think that both in saving me and in killing him, I have acted just to prove the true words of your devotee. There is no other cause. So, whenever a devotee gets into very big trouble, at that time, the Divine Lord Himself takes charge of the devotee and He always takes care of him. Whatever the worst condition it might be in. So, he says exactly what you did. Hiranyakashap, my father, you killed him because he was trying to kill me. My dear Lord, you alone manifest yourself as the entire cosmic manifestation. For you existed before the creation. You exist after the annihilation and you are the maintainer between the beginning and the end. All this is done by your external energy through action and reaction of the three modes of material nature. Therefore, whatever exists externally and internally is you alone. It's a very important line where the genesis to the end has been described. How does he say? That in your world, what do you do? From your own body, you take out this world. You create it and then you sustain it and then you destroy it by gulping it down once again. So everything, whatever that happens in this world is under the three gunas. Three gunas are Sattva, Rajas and Tamas. And they are under the control of Maya Devi. Prakriti also, you know. She is the one who has created this whole thing. Who is she? She is the energy of the Divine Lord. And that is what he says. So you are the one who is creating her also. So everything is in you. So internally and externally, everything is you alone. My dear Lord, O Supreme Personality of Godhead, the entire cosmic creation is caused by you and the cosmic manifestation is an effect of your energy. Although the entire cosmos is but you alone, you keep yourself aloof from it. The conception of mine and yours is certainly a type of an illusion called Maya because everything is an emanation from you and is therefore not different from you. Indeed, the cosmic manifestation is not different from you. And the annihilation is also caused by you. The relationship between your lordship and the cosmos is illustrated by the example of the seed and the tree or the subtle cause and the gross manifestation. So, Prahlad is describing how this whole universe is. How is this universe? It's as if like a, you know, the seed. From the seed comes a tree. The tree also gives another seed. From the seed again comes a tree. So like that it keeps on growing again and again and again. It's a continuous manifestation. Manifestation means, can you look at the seed and say, oh, there is one tree in it. Even if you try to cut the seed and see whether there is tree inside, can you see? No. But there is. From that only comes a tree, isn't it? Now think about this, how the Lord has created this. It's so strange. Yet, it is the most wonderful thing on planet Earth. He says, the entire cosmos is you alone. The whole world is you only, isn't it? Because from you only everything has come. But is the Lord in that? No. He says, you keep yourself aloof from it. Means what? You are there, yet I cannot understand. Right? Now think about it. Can you understand your own self? I'll describe it to you. Now all this is one person, isn't it? You are one person. Correct? Right? 
Now I take one hair from your head and I put it over here. Is that you? No. That is your hair. Are you in that? No. But the hair is yours, no? But you are not in the hair, no? Yeah. Correct? Did you understand? Yeah. Same way, I go to the river, Godavari is there, no? Yeah. I go to Godavari and I take one bucket of water from it. Is that bucket of water Godavari? No, Godavari is the river. But I just removed it out from there. Understood? Yeah. So this world which is created by the Lord, he is not in it. Yeah. Yet the world is come from him. The bucket of water has come from Godavari. But like the hair has come from you. Doesn't mean that you are in the hair. Doesn't mean that the Lord is in that. So he stays aloof. Aloof in the sense he is there. But you don't understand. Understanding doesn't come. So human beings do not understand God is in something. Remember the story started where he comes and he breaks that pillar. Correct. So when he is trying to kick the column at that time. The Lord is in it. Yes. But is the Lord actually in it? No. no. But the Lord comes out of it. No. Yeah. Correct. So that means the Lord is in it and yet we are not able to understand and see. So this is how the subtle difference is. We cannot understand these kind of a differences. Oh my Lord. Oh Supreme Personality of Godhead. After the annihilation and the creative energy is kept in you, who appears to sleep with half closed eyes? Actually, however, you do not sleep like an ordinary human being, for you are always in the transcendental stage, beyond the creation of the material world, and you are always feel and you always feel transcendental bliss. As Karunodakshai Vishnu, you thus remain in your transcendental status, not touching material objects, although you appear to sleep. This sleeping is distinct from sleeping in ignorance. You have always seen, you know, when you go to the Vishnu temple, you know, Srinangam and all those places. You see, the Lord is always sleeping like this. You know, you have seen? He is always sleeping. So he says, God, you are always sleeping like this only. You are involved in this process and yet you are not involved in it. So you will wonder, what is he talking about? How is he involved and not involved in it? Okay? Now think about it like this. Now see, there is a very big place. Okay? Now in your office only, let us say. Now in the office, some people, they are playing games. Some people are on Facebook. Some people are doing something else. Some people are chit-chatting with friends. Okay? And what do we think? Boss doesn't know. Isn't that what we feel? Boss is sleeping. And most of the time, boss doesn't know only. Correct? Boss doesn't know. So this world is run by one boss. And that that particular boss is called that Vishnu. His eyes are closed. You think boss doesn't know? He is not like our boss. He is a super boss. He knows everything that is happening. Even one leaf falling, he knows. So we should never try to do that, you know. Think that, you know, I am doing Facebook, he doesn't know. <laughs> he knows everything. So the Lord is always like this. The Lord is in what is called as Yoga Nidra. And Yoga Nidra is not the same as your regular Nidra. 
Nidra means going to sleep. Okay. You see all these sadhu babas, no? And after some time they'll get up and they'll say, Hey, chilam lagana na. You know, you have seen them, Babaji's? Yeah, yeah. Ah, they are in that chilam, chilam sleep. Okay? They are not in that real sleep like... Yeah. What? Ah, so, ah, ganja. <laughs> they are in the ganja sleep. They are not in what is called as yoga nidra. Only the Lord can take a yoga nidra. Yoga nidra means you are aware of everything. And yet you are in the state of, you know, state of sleep. So he says that is your transcendental status. This cosmic manifestation, the material world is also your body. This total lump of matter is agitated by a potent energy also known as Kala Shakti. And thus the three modes of material nature are manifested. You awaken from the bed of Sesha, Ananta and from your navel, a small transcendental seed is generated. It is from this seed that a lotus flower of the gigantic universe is manifested exactly like a banyan tree grows from a small seed. So now he is describing the Lord. The Lord is sleeping on the ocean of milk. They call it. He is sleeping on the ocean of milk. And what is he sleeping on? What is his bed? Adishesha. Adishesha is his bed. Adishesha is like this on top of his head. He is coiled and he is sleeping in that. And from his stomach, you know, one stalk has come out like this. And on top of that is one lotus. Hmm? And that lotus is the whole universe. Now inside that sits who? Brahmaji, who is the creator of this universe. From the great lotus flower, Brahma was generated. But Brahma certainly could see nothing but the lotus. Therefore, thinking you to be outside, Lord Brahma dove into the water and attempted to find the source of the lotus for 100 years. He could find no trace of you. However, from where a seed fructifies, the original seed cannot be seen. It's a very beautiful example again he is giving. Brahmaji wanted to know where is this God that he is, that has made him. So he jumps into the ocean to see. But he cannot make out where that thing is starting from. So it's the same thing, you know. You go to any tree over here and in the tree you try to find the seed. Can you find it? No. You know, when you plant the narial, coconut, you know, when initially when you put the coconut, you can see the coconut inside and then the stalk outside. Right? Yeah. And after the tree has become big, no. can you find the coconut below? No. No. Now the coconut is on top. Yeah. Have you seen? Yeah. No, not one coconut. Coconuts are on top. So it's like that. So his world is like that. So beautiful his world is. Yeah. The Divine Lord's world is so pretty. From that one seed comes a huge tree. And from the tree comes so many seeds. So it's like that. So it's a wonderful manifestation of this world. And that's how he is described. Lord Brahma who is celebrated as Atma Yoni, having been born without a mother, was struck with wonder. Thus he took shelter at the lotus flower. And when he had been purified after undergoing severe austerities for many hundreds of years, he could see that the cause of all causes... The Supreme Personality of Godhead was spread throughout his own body and senses just as aroma, although very subtle, is perceived in the earth. Now, after thousands of years or hundreds of years, now hundreds of years of uh, Brahmaji is very difficult to understand. 
when brahma ji says to you know you remember there is a story where he says na i will come in one minute yeah. the one minute is equal to one whole year <laughs> so now think about the 100 years of brahma ji okay and calculate into uh, minutes and then so many years so it's a very long period of time so brahma ji is sitting over there in meditation for 100 years after he does meditation on the lord that means becoming a devotee of the lord for many many years after that the lord comes and gives him the okay now you see who i am you know how difficult it is and here think about you spending 100 years yourself sitting in meditation on the lord and you see the lord and we want instant gratification how do we want i want to see lord just now like that Like you came and you said, you know, mummy wants to go to Shirdi. Should she go to Shirdi or no? And she will she see Baba? Okay, Jasna, sir, Brahma ji had to do hundred years of very strange practice. Okay, then only the Lord was showing His face to him. And how did He show? He said, "You see, Brahma, I am in you. Every part of your body is me only." is the same thing goes for all of us you think that the lord is not there or what the lord is there every kankan you know right from top to bottom or hair also carries the lord understand so this is what he means and it is like an aroma aroma means smell you get the smell no ha huh? in the in the in the kitchen when something sweet is being made how much smell you get nice okay karabat and what all that what sweet bath and all that you make yeah. isn't it you get nice smell or you, uh, what uh, what else you all make biryani ha huh? biryani i can't say all the vegetarian stuff the non veg so you when you make that hyderabadi biryani wow nice smell all over the place is like that he's talking of aroma lord brahma could then see you possessing thousands and thousands of faces feet heads hands thighs nose ears and eyes you are very nicely dressed being decorated and bedecked with the variety of ornaments and weapons seeing you in the form of lord vishnu your symptoms and forms being transcendental your legs extending from lower planet lord brahma achieved transcendental bliss now how many forms as he see so many hands so many legs so many faces so many years so many now you only think of person with 100 hands 100 legs 100 faces can you visualize this person can you visualize anybody can understand how vishnu will look like no no what you have in him you have the, he is in you you know how he is there you want to know how he is but so many years so many hands so many faces you know how he is there you take out your one cell does it contain entire dna of yours or no yeah see all your years are also in the dna you take one blood drop also does that drop contain him or no yeah full your full history geography is in that drop correct yes. in biology i have studied correct yeah. like that you pull one hair also or you pull one portion of your body anywhere it contains you now think about the lord he is there in everything like that only so your whole body is full of you 
which is the Lord Himself. So how can you say He doesn't have many noses, many ears? Yeah. He has. Yeah. I can do gene, gene replication immediately. I can make a clone of you if I want to. One more. I can make, can I not? Yeah. So it's like that. So that is the reason why it's difficult to understand the Lord. How is He in you? Full, top to bottom. Now you understood how He is there in you. So everything. So now think about the seed. So if I take the seed, don't you think that the tree is in the seed? It contains the DNA of the seed, no, of the tree. Right? Like that, if you take any animal also, the DNA of that animal is in that thing. It contains the whole race, the story of your mankind only. How you came to that point and now what is going to happen in the future, that is also in that. But we do not understand. Correct? Lord Brahma could see you possessing thousands of hands like that. So you understood. So when the when Brahma ji came to know about this story of yours, he felt very happy. And now also I am sure you know you will also feel very happy because you understood what actually it means. So my dear Lord, when you appear as high grief with the head of a horse, you kill two demons known as Madhu and Kaitap who are full of the modes of passion and ignorance. Then you deliver the Vedic knowledge to Lord Brahma. For this reason, all the great saints accept you, your form as transcendental, untinged and material and by material qualities. So what happens? The Lord keeps on taking so many forms, it's impossible to know. So in this particular form, high grave, he killed these two demons called Madhu and Kaitab. That is why, you know, he, he, when he killed Madhu, he is called what? Madhu Sudan. Yes. Huh? So that is why Krishna is known by the name Madhu Sudan. In this way, my Lord, you appear in various incarnations. As a human being, an animal, a great saint, a demigod, a fish, a tortoise, thus maintaining the entire creation in different planetary systems and killing the demonic principles. According to the age, O my Lord, you protect the principles of religion. In the age of Kali, however, you do not assert yourself as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. And therefore, you are known as Three Yoga or the Lord who appears in the Three Yugas. Now this is a very strange line. Now, let me explain this line to you. So the Lord has appeared in anything and every form. He can take a form of an animal. He can take a form of a tortoise, he can take a human form and he can take a form of a yogi, a sage, a saint also and a fish also, does not matter. He can take any form, correct? How has he come in the last form? As Krishna, right? Now when this book was written, when this book was being said, the form had closed down, correct? It is not existing at that point in time. So what happened? When Krishna was dying at that point in time, the new yuga started. What is the yuga called? Kali Yuga. So see, here he is giving you a hint. He says over here, according to the age, O my Lord, you protect the principle of religion. You see in that book it is written, yada yada hi dharmasya, you know. When the dharma goes out of control, at that time you come, to resurrect back that thing, you know, bring the dharma back. So the Lord only comes for the sake of 
putting the whole universe back in its place. But now what happens in the Kali Yuga is something very strange. You do not assert yourself as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. What it does? In the Kali Yuga, He never comes and tells you that He is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Krishna will never come back in this Yuga again to tell you that He is Krishna. Because what does He do? He takes the form which is cross, a man and a woman and then slowly converts himself into Kali, the avatar of a complete woman. That is a destructive form. So from there for the first 10,000 years the form is neither a man nor a woman. So he is like an in-between person. Alright? Doesn't mean that he is some chakka or something. Don't say those words, okay? It's not correct. He is neither a man nor woman, but he has qualities of both. So he can be a woman and he can be a man, both. Androgynous. Yes, androgynous it's called. Both. Alright? So he is a man as well as a woman. And then, at that particular time, he has come to push this yuga. Push this yuga. On the path of Kali, destructive form. So the last yuga is all about destruction. So even if Krishna comes today, you know his job now. He will come as an androgynous person. He will come so that he can push this yuga towards his destination called Kali. And in the last half of his life, he takes the form of Kali himself. Kali is the one with that, you know, that form which is very deadly form. So the woman power becomes very great now. Slowly, slowly it is started to become greater and greater and greater. And in another 100-200 years time, the woman will take over this entire universe, the whole world for that matter. And in another 1000 years, it will be only woman's rule. They will take over the whole charge of this universe. And Man is only going to be her literally like a servant. You remember how they, how man treated a woman in the first yuga? Like a doormat, no? So the man is also going to get treated like that. But this time the Krishna is not going to be there to help the man. No. He is taking Kali Swarup. And when he takes the Swarup of Kali, he is very dangerous. So, and therefore, why is he known as three yuga? In the three yuga, he comes like himself. And that is the reason why this is the last yuga called Kali's yuga. So in this yuga, he doesn't take any form which he had taken as a benevolent form earlier. Now the form is going to be completely different. My dear Lord of the Vaikuntha planet, where there is no anxiety, my mind is extremely sinful and lusty, being sometimes so-called happy and sometimes so-called distressed. My mind is full of lamentation and fear and it is always seeks more and more money. Thus it has become more polluted and is never satisfied in topics concerning you. I am therefore most fallen and poor. In such a state of life, how shall I be able to discuss your activities? So, Prahlad Maharaj is asking this very very important question. Now it is a Kali Yuga. I can only think of making money. 
I can only think of making, you know, hundreds of wives or girlfriends. Okay? I cannot think in terms of how to come to you. Today's man is what? He is easy bothered of even coming for satsang. You know that? You know, today a man doesn't find time to come for satsang also. And they think that what is being taught in the material world is the right knowledge. Go to temple, go and ask, Oh, give me first rank. Oh, give me this. Oh, give me that. We all go to temple and do what? Isn't it? Right? When somebody is sick, they say, Oh God, please save that person. Oh God, do this to me. My mother is not well. This is not happening. That is not happening. Oh, there was uh, all that, Vishakapatnam, all that happened. Oh God, please help. I think there should be no, uh, you know, this, that kind of, um, what? Cyclone. Storm, cyclone. Everybody wanted to save themselves. But nobody goes to God and says, God, can you please teach me the knowledge of coming to you? Nobody wants to know that. So this is the yuga of that. Where nobody gives a damn about knowing the Lord. So that is the reason why he says, my mind is stressful. That small boy is telling, okay? Prahlad is telling the Lord, see everybody thinks, you know, that these words are from somewhere else. No, 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 they are there in this. I am sometimes so-called happy. When I get nice food to eat, I am happy. Ah, nice, nice. And sometimes when I feel, you know, like I want to go to sleep. Ah, I can go to sleep. Sometimes I want to go to some place, enjoy picture, theatre. Nice. So everybody enjoys themselves. And we always feel happy a little bit. After that, no. Then we want more happiness. And more happiness. And more happiness. Correct? That's what happens to everybody. Then we become lusty and sinful. Then, then we become distressed. So much of tension and stress is there, no? Oh my God, where is money going to come from? How is, who is going to pay the fees? What is going to happen? What is going to happen? Isn't that always the worry, worry or no? Every day the worry is increasing or no? How to get a job? How to do this? Where is money going to come from? How will I pay for this? How will I pay for that? I got loan. I got this. Isn't that what it is all about? Life is always like this, isn't it? So where is the time to think of the Lord? No time. Got it? So this is what happens. My mind is full of lamentation and fear. I'm always, what to do? I'm so sick, I'm so tired, I don't know what I'm going to do. This is what we are always talking about, isn't it? Full day we will keep on saying, Oh, you know, I got one headache. Oh, I got body ache. Oh, I'm not feeling well. Oh, oh my God, tomorrow exam. How am I going to study? Where am I going to pass? What? Isn't that what we say? Right or wrong? And suppose servant doesn't come. You're worried. Oh my God, who is going to do the work? What? Rain doesn't come. Who is going to water the fields? What? Isn't it? Then you have to get water from somewhere. And then you will say, Oh my God, what to do? So EMI. So many EMI. You brought one nice bike. Who is going to pay the next month EMI? Money doesn't come. Money comes and it goes somewhere else only. And everybody is asking for money. What to do? So this is what lamentation happens. And we always seek more and more money. See? We seek more and more money. We want more and more and more and more. Okay, 1000 rupees not enough. 10,000 want. 10,000 not enough. 1 lakh in. What that 1 lakh also if you get, it will not enough. You want 10 lakhs then. Correct? 
So then every time money is never enough. So he says everybody is polluted and never satisfied. Therefore, how should I discuss your activities? So I need to understand. So this is the questions that he is asking the Lord. My dear Lord or infallible one, my position is like that of a person who has many wives, all trying to attract him in his own way. For example, the tongue is attracted to palatable dishes. I want to eat some nice chicken biryani today. What? Right? The genitals to sex with an attractive woman. You don't want horrible looking woman. You want sexy woman. Like you want to watch even that triple X. What, what do you call that? Pornography. You want to see some nice people. You don't want to see horrible people. Correct? Right or wrong? Heroine also should be very good looking. You don't want horrible looking woman. Correct or wrong? So like that. And the sense of touch to contact with soft things. Now you want to sit on a chair which has got nice cushions and all. You don't want to sit on a hard chair. You don't want to sit on the ground. So this is what are the, the belly also feels. Sin wants to eat more. And the ear not attempting to hear about you. is generally attracted to cinema songs. <laughs> I know cinema songs has been added by him. It means all wrong kind of songs. Yeah. What? Now yesterday's day was what? What? Uh, Valentine's Day. All love songs only coming. All girlfriend songs only coming. Yes or no? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> man, like, you know, sometime back there was Mary Pant to be sexy, Mary Shirt to be sexy, like that. All sexy, sexy songs you want to hear. <laughs> what? Gori Tera Thumka. You know, all that type of songs. You know, you heard that song or no? So, like that kind of songs are there. So, we don't want to hear bhajans from God, you know. Do you think you want to hear bhajans just now? No, 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 no. Can I change the station? I want some near nice songs. <laughs> so, like that. The sense of smell is attracted to yet another side. The restless eyes are attracted to scenes of sense gratification. And the thrive senses are attracted elsewhere. In this way, I am certainly embarrassed. I keep on doing all these kind of things. With my eyes, nose, mouth, ears, skin, everything. I want everything nice, nice stuff only. My dear Lord, you are always transcendentally situated on the other side of the river of death. But because of the reaction of his own activities, we are suffering on this side. Indeed, we have fallen into the river and are repeatedly suffering the pains of birth and death and eating horrible things. Now, kindly look upon us, not only upon me, but also upon all other things who are suffering, others who are suffering, by, by your causeless mercy and compassion, deliver us and maintain us. O my Lord, O Supreme Personality of Godhead, original spiritual master of the entire world, what is difficult for you, who manage the affairs of the universe in delivering the fallen souls engaged in your devotional service? You are the friend of all serving humanity, and for great personalities, it is necessary to show mercy to the foolish. Therefore, I think that you will show your causeless mercy to persons like us who engage in your services. So he says to the Lord, Kindly understand that I am a poor man. I am driven by senses. Please pardon me and take me under your wing. O best of the great personalities, I am not at all afraid of material existence. For whatever I say, I am fully absorbed in thoughts of your glories and activities. My concern is only for the fools and rascals who are making elaborate plans for material happiness and maintaining their families, societies and countries. I am simply concerned with love for them. So what does Prahlad Maharaj say? 
he says you know my full time i am only thinking of you but you know all this whole world what are they doing they are only thinking how more money can be made you know who can become chief minister who can become prime minister who can do this how i can make more and more money ha huh? how how i can have the best heroine with me how i can go in helicopter and uh, aircrafts and all that ha huh? how i can take money from everywhere right you know when you go to tirupati temple have you seen all those fellows who come with white suits they are walking inside like this like this like this and you are the poor fellows who are standing in the queue and looking at them dekho ja raha you i have always felt bad isn't it these are the people who are going to fall first day only don't worry okay is the same thing forget about them there are pandit jis and big big people who come to the temple and the churches and everywhere you know how they come we went to one place just now recently okay it's a nice beautiful temple we were standing in queue and when we came out of that place we saw these people all the shendiwala fellows you know wearing big fat fellows like this they are coming in from behind immediate entrance to the temple these are the crooked people they are not at all in love with the god so prahlad maharaj is saying please take care of these idiots he calls them rascals and he calls them fools see rascal and fool so he says out of love for them i am a little bit concerned about those fellows those idiots are falling down now what to do please take care of them no my dear lord narsimha dev i see that there are many saintly persons indeed but they are interested only in their own deliverance not caring for the big cities and town they go to himalayas or the forest to meditate with vows of silence maunrata they are not interested in delivering others as for me however i do not wish to be liberated alone leaving aside all these poor fools and rascals i know that without krishna consciousness without taking shelter at your lotus feet one cannot be happy therefore i wish to bring them back to shelter at your lotus feet now you see this is the first time he is telling anybody who goes to himalayas is an idiot got it yeah. is mentioned over here no yeah. anybody who goes to the jungle and sits over there oh mom oh mom oh mom that fellow is also another big idiot yeah. he's calling him rascal who's calling him rascal prallad maharaj is calling him okay he says anybody who sits and thinks no end of himself i have become orange color fellow you know orange dress i will wear Ooh, like that they do have you met met these kind of characters or no yes. have you not met them they'll do like this like this and remove some ash and give you what from their mouth they will remove like that something and they'll say oh like that these are all rascals these are all characters third class characters don't go after them he says they don't care for people they don't care for big cities they don't care for anything in this world they are only bothered about their crores in their bank account you see when this fellow died they opened his room and they found crores of foreign exchange right or wrong yeah. and everybody wants to follow oh yo 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 chalo 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 why so prallad maharaj is very clear about it he says don't go after these kind of idiots see he says all these fellows they are looking for material benefits they are interested in their own deliverance khud ka pet mein kitna jata hai you see 
हमको सर सर कैन यू गेट मी फाइव लाख रुपीज फॉर फाइव मिनिट दर्शन वॉट फाइव लाख रुपीज फॉर फाइव मिनिट दर्शन ना इज नॉट करेक्ट नॉट टू डू लाइक दैट एंड समटाइम्स दे विल बी हैविंग मॉल रहता एंड समबडी एल्स विल टॉक से स्वामी जी अब मौन में है आपको मिलना है तो पाँच लाख रुपया हमको ला के दो सर मौन में है पाँच लाख रुपया मांगता है मुंह खोलने के लिए क्या अच्छा बेटा अब सुख शांति से जा दिस काइंड ऑफ इडियट्स यू शुड नेवर फॉलो सो ही सेइंग आई डोंट वांट दिस काइंड ऑफ थिंग हु सेइंग प्रहलाद महाराज इज सेइंग I don't like to meet this kind of people, and I don't want to be like them. Also, I don't want liberation. Also, moksha. Also, I don't want. What do I want? I just want to be in love with you. That's all. So he says, I know that without Krishna consciousness, without taking shelter at your lotus feet, one cannot be happy. So I always want to be your devotee. So, what is the highest form of meditation or anything? You can say stand on your head for thousand years. Nothing is going to happen. Your head will become flat. What? Nothing else will happen, right? Yeah. Maybe the hair will stop coming from hair and it will come from your feet. How do you know that? You don't know that. So <laughs> something like that will happen. But you can't see God like that. God is saying, Narsimha Dev, you want to see Krishna. You have to be only a devotee of Krishna. Yeah. Just be in love with Krishna. Bus, baki sab gaya baad mein. Got it? Yeah. Therefore, I wish to bring back shelter to your lotus feet. We will finish it today. Huh? Yeah. Sex life is compared to the rubbing of two hands to relieve an itch. Remedies, also called grahasthas, who have no spiritual knowledge, think that this itching is the greatest platform of happiness. Although actually, it is a source of distress. The Kripanas, the fools who are just the opposite of Brahmanas, are not satisfied by repeated sensuous enjoyment. Those who are dhira, however, who are sober and who tolerate the itching, are not subjected to the suffering of fools and rascals. He is given examples of three people. People in in family, you know, they say, "Oh, I got my wife, you know. I only have sex with her, nobody else." <laughs> Nonsense. He is saying it's like rubbing hands. Who is saying? Pralad Maharaj is saying, "What is this sex with your wife? You think you are doing a great favor or what to me? What?" He says, "This is called grahamedis, nonsensical people. They are not interested. They think, oh, you know, in the shastras it is written, in the Vedas it is written, you have to be married to one woman and one man or something like that, and always live like that. In the, you know, I always think about God, and God has given us children. Why will God give you children, boss?" You went and created them yourself. What? Children. Ah, you want to go and have sex and then only have children. Otherwise, children are going to fall from heaven. What? Today you will sit like this. You know, you sit and the wife sits. Oh, tuk. One go, one, one, one child will fall. Aisa nahi hota hai. So he says these people are also idiots. Other type of people? No, no, no. I am a Brahmana. I don't do this kind of stuff. I only look at that pornographic films. I don't do like this, sir. What nonsense are you talking? <laughs> that is also not correct. I don't involve. No. Okay, nothing like that. So nothing of this sort. Anything has to be done. All right. So they are subject subjected to fools and they are rascals. Oh, supreme personality of God! There are ten prescribed methods to the path of liberation. 
what are the press now he is giving little little examples okay to remain silent not to speak to anyone to observe vows to amass all kinds of vedic knowledge to undergo austerities to study vedas and other vedic literatures to execute duties of varnashram dharma to explain the shastras to stay in solitary places to chant mantras silently and to be absorbed in trance these different methods of liberation are generally only a professional practice and means of livelihood for those who have not conquered their senses because such persons are falsely proud these procedures will not be successful so there are people who will say mm, i'm doing maun i am in i'm doing you know like that oh 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 this fellow na that fellow will never achieve god how many people he has said the one who say you know remain silent doesn't speak to anybody somebody he says i have take a vratam okay i am only going to eat rice no no nothing with it only plain rice and water that fellow is also an idiot then there is somebody who says i will go to this school and study all vedic knowledge that fellow is another big idiot then execute dhar- dharma according to varnashram i am a grahastha ashram i am a grahastha okay i am a different different varnashrams are there no now i am a sanyasi i am a sanyas ashram oh beti you look with one eye like this like this sorry sir that fellow is a big crook don't look at such type of people okay and then they chant mantra silently such type of people all these kind of people who are absorbed in trances and all like that they do na these all crooked fellows so they will never reach me reach me means reach god such type of such type of practices nobody is advising you nobody is advising you if you are doing that you are not going to reach god any time understand this by authorized vedic knowledge one can see the form of cause and effect in the cosmic manifestation belonging to the supreme personality of godhead for the cosmic manifestation is his energy both cause and effects are nothing but energies of the lord therefore o oh my lord just as a wise man by considering cause and effect can see how fire pervades wood those engaged in devotional service understand how you are both the cause and the effect so who how is a devotee a devotee understands that everything is done by god only yes. i don't have to bother my head about these difficult books and all that you know i don't have to go to some baba ji's and buba ji's and all those things i don't have to go to temples i don't have to stand on my head i don't have to do breathing practices <laughs> like that kind of exercise you know all these places they teach you all these exercises don't have to do anything i only have to look at these people and say how what kind of idiots are they because to reach god you don't have to do any of these things understood neither the three modes of material nature okay oh supreme lord you are actually the air the earth the fire the sky the water you are the object of sense perception life as the five senses the mind the consciousness false ego indeed you are everything subtle and gross the material elements and anything expressed either by words or by mind are nothing but you neither the three modes of material nature sattva guna sattva raja and tamaguna nor the predominating deity controlling these three modes nor five gross elements nor the mind nor demigods nor human beings can understand your lordship for they are all subjected to birth and annihilation considering this this spiritually advanced have taken to devotional service such wise men hardly bother with vedic studies indeed they engage themselves in practical devotional service he says those who are true devotee of the lord 
they don't go through any of this nonsense that was mentioned just now that's all bullshit and nonsense don't do any of those things again he says over here everything is you correct that means the air wind fire this that everything is you only isn't it the demigods that chaprasis chaprasi you understand in uh, pune pune yeah. you know pune's of big boss like that the, all these gods are chaprasis of big boss only why you want to go to ask him don't go to these small 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 gods all over the place and ask him do you know krishna you don't have to know krishna like that direct entry see the one on one one is to one with krishna don't have to ask him correct or no so one on one with him you don't have to go and ask anybody the lord is there within you he will tell you what you are supposed to do so he says i am not bothered with all these idiots who prahlad maharaj says he says i am your greatest devotee i am only devoted to you i don't want anything else therefore o supreme personality of god at the best of all persons to whom prayers are offered i offer my respectful obeisance unto you because without rendering six kind of devotional service unto you what kind of six kind of services that are there what is it that you are supposed to do for the lord for krishna offering prayers dedicating all results of activities correct you are not supposed to say i did it no i did it tomorrow nobody is going to do for you then hmm? worshiping you working on your behalf you are his assistant you have to work for him you are not working for some boss you are working for krishna only correct always remembering your lotus feet and hearing about your glories who can achieve that which is meant for the parmahansas yesterday we discussed about parmahansas the great saint narada said thus lord narsimha dev was pacified by the devotee prahlad maharaj with prayers offered from transcendental platform the lord gave up his anger and being very kind to prahlad was offering protested prostrated obeisances he spoke as follows now the lord is going to say the supreme personality of god had said krishna says my dear prahlad most gentle one best of the family of asuras all good fortune unto you i am very much pleased with you it is my pastime to fulfill the desires of all living beings and therefore you may ask me any benediction that you desire to be fulfilled the lord is very happy so he says to him you can ask me some boon something that you want to ask my dear prahlad may you live a long time one cannot appreciate or understand me without pleasing me but one who has seen or pleased me has nothing more for what wish to lament for his own satisfaction you know what it means it means only this the moment the lord is happy with you then you don't have to bother about anything in this world because you will get everything that is there desired my dear prahlad you are very fortunate please know from me that those who are very wise and highly elevated try to please me in all different modes of mellows for i am the only person who can fulfill all desires of everyone so the only person that you need to pray to or bow down to or become the devotee is of krishna only nobody else in this world everybody else is subsidiary chota chota sab sab pune log hai uska pune samajhte na nobody else narad muni said prahlad maharaj was the best person in the family of asuras who always aspires for material happiness 
Nonetheless, although allured by the Supreme Personality of Godhead who offered him all benediction for material happiness, because of his unalloyed Krishna consciousness, he did not want to take any material benefit for sense gratification. So what does Prahlad Maharaj do? He says to the Lord, I am not interested in anything you know, which is going to take me away from you. If you give me money, what happens? It takes me away from you. If you give me happiness, it will take me away from you. Just can I just be in love with you? That is all that he is going to ask. And this way, we have come to the end of this chapter. So we will stop over here. Okay.